first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. I am in a fucking state, Bill. I am well, that's not good. State. <laughs> we were just going to do like a regular yelling about sports, and I logged into the Zoom call, and Steph was already yelling like before my audio was working. So we're just going to yell about sports. I had not seen this part yet. Um, I just finished watching The Sopranos with Ava. She'd never seen it before, so we knocked that out. She was blown away. Uh, she's in a state about that ending. But Steph seems in a state about uh, more current events. What are you freaking out about right now? Like, it literally just happened 40 minutes ago. And Oscar Lindblom, our, our sunshine boy, our perfect angel, is on the ice at the skate zone in Voorhees with other players during a pandemic while he's still undergoing cancer treatment. And I thought that... The treat. I thought he was done the treatments. He's not done the treatment. That was some idiot that was that decided to use Oscar Lindblom as clickbait. He's not done with treatment. He's almost done with treatment, but he is still a cancer patient. He is still incredibly high risk. What the fuck are they doing? What the fuck is he doing? What is the organization doing? What the fuck? Are you not like maybe it's. Is there a possibility that everyone there has been tested and since they're all negative, it's fine? No, no, because number one, the test is imperfect. Number two, you cannot guarantee at any point in time that you're not going to be exposed to this virus. Even if, even if everyone you're around tests negative, there's no guarantee that they actually are negative. Your, can, your, your, um, your immune system, whether it's radiation or chemo or, or some other cancer treatment, is literally under attack. But, like, it's totally fine. Just go ahead and, and be around people inside during a pandemic. I, I, I cannot believe that people are saying this is a good thing. I cannot, I cannot separate the fact that he has cancer during a global pandemic from what's happening right now. I like as much as I want to believe they just know something we don't and like they have they have everyone's best interests at heart that's hard to believe um I mean it's the flyers let's number one get that really I clear. just like I want to look at this as an encouraging sign that he's doing well enough that it's possible like there's no way his doctor would let him do this there's no, literally no way any doctor says yeah, it's totally safe for you, a cancer patient, to be around people. Like, this is something that he's doing on his own. I have no doubt in my mind. And the Flyers organization, of course, they're going to be like, oh, well, Oscar, whatever you want to do, like, we can do it. So, like, there is a part of me that's like, okay, cool, good. He can skate. Like, that's awesome. But it's a pandemic. Get your ass back inside. Get it inside. 
on their end, though, like knowing the risks and knowing the lot on their end, knowing the risks and knowing the liability, they couldn't possibly let him do this. They are. They thought it presented like they're doing it. I mean, literally, they're doing it. There's a risk that not only is he immunocompromised, but he's at a high risk to die, not only from the cancer, but the virus. Like this, this one act that everyone is so excited about could kill Oscar Lindblom. Like this is not a game. This is not, this is not something fun. This is, I'm talking about coronavirus right now, the COVID-19. Like this isn't, this is not something that we can play with. This is something that is killing people at, at, an, uh, at an alarming rate. Thank you, the bees. The bees are dying at an alarming rate. Across the United States. Like the United States is doing an absolutely fucking terrible job of containing the virus and treating it. So like, you're just, he's just Jersey's out. Jersey's doing pretty good though, right? Oh my God, I have no idea. I think so. I feel like Jersey's doing all right. So he's like right around the corner from you. You seem okay. You know, I don't leave my house. I left my house. I broke quarantine Sunday for the first time in three months. Yeah. That face that you just made, that's been my entire life. That's, uh, I mean, I just have to believe that there's some sort of precautions being taken. There's no way that Comcast and Virtuous Skate Zone would put themselves in this sort of liability risk. They literally just did. Like, they did. They're doing it right now. There has to be some other element to this. There isn't. Because there are quotes that say, hold on, let me pull up Charlie's tweet. Charlie isn't even on this podcast, but we're... we're He's been on before, though. Yeah. Um, Oh, God, I'm in a state. Where is it? The Lindblom on his treatments... Quote, they're going great. I don't have a lot left. I'll have it done soon. I can see the light in the tunnel right now, and I'm trying to enjoy my life after this. I can't complain. People have it worse, and I'm happy to be where I am right now. End quote. He's still undergoing cancer treatment. He is still undergoing cancer treatment. And he's like the only, the, I'm, I'm not immunocompromised. We've talked about this. I'm just at a high risk to die if I catch it. He is both immunocompromised and at a high risk to catch it. I haven't left my house in three months because this is so real and terrifying. And he's just out on the ice with some dudes. I guess given all he has gone through since, what was it, mid-December? If he has made the determination that this is worth the risk because fuck it, it's his life, I'm not going to argue. Listen, maybe it is as high risk as you say. I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. I have no idea. Uh, You know, I know COVID is bad. I know I don't want it. I know I think I had it and I had the flu for two and a half days and then I was fine. But I I don't know. I'm not going to get tested because they're not getting my blood. Um... I guess if he made the determination, that's up to him. And if if this kills him, would you feel the same way? I, I will be sad and I, I will have been a mistake, you know? I, I, I can't live, we can't live his life for him. 
it, he he has to be at peace with the decisions he makes. He's a grown man. He's oh god, he needs a mom. <laughs> like I need if he's oh my god, you're right. He is right around the corner for me. Bill, I got to go. <laughs> Bill, I got to go. Hello, uh young Swedish man. I am your mother now. Get the fuck inside. Inside, go home. <laughs> Get the fuck inside. I gotta go. I I just I guess he you know, I this is this is his choice, I suppose. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Like he needs he needs to be told no. Like, period. He needs to be told no. Have is there any sort of um any sort of statement from the organization? Nothing that I've seen, no. Okay. Uh, so, I'll keep an eye out, but I haven't seen anything from the organization. That's, uh, it's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on. It's definitely going to be something we talk about tomorrow on uh, what the hell's our real show called? Broad Street Hockey, <laughs> BSH Radio. We're recording tomorrow. It's my career. I know the name of it. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's just I, I don't know enough about – I don't – None of us know enough about his situation or any of it to make the to make big determinations about it. But yeah, it's definitely worrisome. I mean, I know enough about the virus and I know enough about cancer to say this is very dangerous. I, I you don't you don't have to point. be you don't have to be a doctor to know that this is dangerous. That's, I don't know the conversations he's had with his doctors. I don't know the conversations he's had with the organizations. That's just, it's just, does it, does it sound like a good idea? Obviously not. That's, but that's as far as I'm, I, I don't, I can't, it does, no, it does not seem like a good idea. With that, I will agree. Man, we picked a day. <laughs> that's, I wanted to open the show because we're going to go, like, we're going to look at all the, uh, all the sports and their comeback attempts and uh, the, all the things going on right now. Like, I just got, right before we started, uh, it was 19 minutes ago now, the Phillies have announced four more additional cases of COVID-19 on top of the five players and, like, three staff members yesterday. Um, so we're going to skip that top part for now. And Steph... I just got to know, like, of, uh, with everyone's comeback attempts and all these different things, like the Phillies are down, uh, they can be training in Clearwater because, you know, I guess that's, that's a thought. Why the fuck does anybody think Florida is the, oh like, God. why not just go to the gates of hell? Why not just <laughs> knock on Satan's door and be like, yo, Belzebub, uh, we want to train here. Like, fucking Florida, it's the worst place in America to begin with. Yep. And then it's like the epicenter of the pandemic. I'm fairly certain it's where Ava and I got sick because we were in Clearwater when she got sick yep. and we got home and I got sick. That's Clearwater where they're training. Like Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Lightning just had to shut down their camp, uh, you know, temporarily because a bunch of players decided, oh, I like living in Tampa. I'm going to quarantine here. Well, that didn't so much work out. Why in the fuck did anybody think Florida was a good idea? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I don't know what thought process went into this um, other than uh, there are no taxes. Um, I, I have 
absolutely no idea. The, you know, the NBA doing it at Disney World, it, it sounded like a, a mix of the best summer camp ever and the worst family vacation that would never end. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, they, there's already been a member of, uh, I, I just had it. Um, God damn it. Uh, the Washington Wizards, who said he's not going to be rejoining his team for the uh, for the NBA restart when they do their bubble in Orlando. Like even the bubble idea, I get it. It makes sense. It's just like Florida ain't closed. Do you think you're going to be able to keep track of all these grown men and stop them from going out to the bar when it's completely legal for them to do so? I don't think you can. No, so, I. I- I don't know, man. I don't just know. All these ideas. First, like, let's get to the Phillies because that's where I started. Yeah, Phillies. Show. Yeah. Like, they're allowed to be and, like, train in their ballpark as far as I know. So, like, why aren't they doing that? Why in the fuck are they in Florida? Couldn't tell you. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, like, I just read an interview with the Tampa Bay Lightning's coach, John Cooper, and he's been in, I think, Idaho this whole time. Like, that's where all this stuff needs to be. In the middle of goddamn nowhere. We need a bunch of, like, for the hockey restart, we need a bunch of basically uh, Mystery Alaska rinks. They need a bunch, like, 10 makeshift uh, ponds that they freeze themselves in order to make this work. They need... Field of Dreams stadiums in order to make this work for baseball. That's the only way. In any sort of population epicenter, I can't see this going well. No. No. I'm like, I'm nowhere, I'm not in the, and I'm not using this word like derogatorily or in the way it's sometimes used in a sexist way. I'm not as hysterical about this as you are, just the overall comeback. But none of it seems like it's gonna really work smoothly would you okay right number one i don't give a shit whether they come back or not i'm i'm hysterical about oscar Lindblom and his cancer oh i know but like before that yesterday you were like let's talk about how dumb it is for them to come back and i just think the idea of all the sports coming back listen everyone's got to go to work we all kind of do you know i know people have been going to work this whole time um but do, do I think this is going to go smoothly? Do I think it's going to go according to plan? No, it's just not going to. That's obvious already. Yeah, I would love if sports could come back. But the fact that we're already just in the beginning phases here and people are already already testing positive and they're not – really in close contact with anyone else. Like that's a problem. That's a problem. And they, they need to just shut it down at this point. Like you tried, it didn't work. And that, but that's gets to the, like, so far it seems that these teams having problems, like the Phillies have made the headlines because they were the first to announce, but there's a bunch of baseball teams that have had to close their camps because the exact same thing. And obviously I mentioned the Tampa Bay lightning, Like, it does kind of seem to be central to these populations where the the population didn't really do the right things leading up to this. Like, were Pennsylvania and New Jersey perfect? Absolutely not. But 
I think we're much better off. Like, do I think there's as much risk in Voorhees as there is in Clearwater? Absolutely not. No, I think they're much safer doing it, the Flyers being at their practice facility than the Tampa Bay Lightning are at theirs because they still can't go to the bar. Like, are you telling me these grown-ass men, when they're being told they're allowed to go, aren't? They are. Mm. I... There's a lot going on with baseball in general that I'm not quite following. I really, Steph, as someone who, like, I, you don't baseball, not so even. you're not, like, an active participant. I'm reading all these stories I sent you. I was reading the most recent one right before we started. I did I my homework. Really, I don't really know what's going on in baseball. Basically, how I'm taking it is... Last night, Monday night, the uh, the players rejected a proposed the latest sixty game proposal from uh, the owners and the commissioner. Because of that, the commissioner decided to implement use his authority as commissioner to implement a sixty game schedule using the uh, using all the things they negotiated way back in March for the start of the season and it's going to be a 60 game season there's a bunch of other things up in the air but basically unless the players strike there's going to be a season now they could but that doesn't seem likely because they're going to get their uh for the 60 game season full prorated salary it's only going to be like 37 percent of their salaries but it's still full prorated salaries um beyond that i really don't understand what's going on in baseball Okay, good, because I don't either. I thought it was a contract dispute. I thought it was a money thing, and it doesn't seem to be that. It just seemed like, yeah, it started out as a money thing and then snowballed into so many other things. (laughs) And, like, the thing I wanted to start the show with, because, like I said, we were going to go kind of depression heavy on this one, all bad stuff going on because things are not great. Uh, Something I'm happy about. It sounded, when I wrote the outline a day and a half ago, like we were getting the universal designated hitter. Boom, it's finally (laughs) happening. I don't have to watch pitchers pretend to be interested in hitting anymore. Don't have to care about it at all. We have a designated hitter. Beautiful. Well, maybe now. Maybe. They haven't decided yet. And they're implementing the worst rule I've ever heard of Starting after the ninth inning, they're going to have an automatic runner at second base in extra innings. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because they think it's the length of games. Like, once you've gotten through the ninth inning, no one gives a shit about the length of games anymore. It's only people like me who don't care about the length of the game to begin with. Shorten the first nine innings somehow. Yeah. Not, you know what I love? A game that goes 19 innings. It's fun. You're on Twitter. You keep drinking. You got work in the morning. You don't give a shit. Wait, you can't keep drinking, though, can you? No, when you're there, you can't. That's the worst. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been at games before, and they'll show, like, a group up on the, like, big screen, and they'll have, like, beers. We'll go, how? How did they get those beers? Yeah. Try to get up there to find it. No, can't find them. <laughs> But no, it's just, I love the idea of extra inning games. I have no idea why they think this is good. Luckily, it's only for 2020. They're going to try it out, and then it'll come up. There's a CBA up in, I think, two years, a year after next, I believe. So they're going to work a lot of things out in that. But, man, I was, after all this, I was like, oh, we're getting the DH. It was worth it. Nope. 
Do, don't even know if we're getting it now. Nope. So I have to continue to watch pitchers pretend to want to hit, and it's just a big waste of time. AL teams have this extraordinary advantage where they can sign guys at 30 to huge contracts, and it's like, oh, they can't play in the field anymore, but guess what? They can still hit. I'm like, no, well, if Bryce Harper can't play in the field anymore, I guess you're just going to have to send him home, but we'll see. Uh, have we'll you see. seen his quarantine hair? I have. Well, I saw him. He, we did an interview with him live in Clearwater right before every and I feel so bad because I have like the picture saved on like my uh my Alexa screen and like me and Ava are both touching him oh and it's not 48 hours later that we're both sick hold on so Bryce Harper gave you the Rona is that where I I fear we could have given it to him no I know that's what you're saying but I'm saying (laughs) Bryce Harper gave you the Rona I I would be I would be honored to have his Rona (laughs) <laughs> you know what same but no seeing his, his hair little- in Clearwater I was I felt so bad that I cut mine I was like oh this could have been something we talked about we both have we're both long hair guys maybe we could start hanging out maybe we could have been friends maybe I end up being the godfather of his new daughter like yeah. who knows what could have happened had I just not got that makeover in October his ponytail situation is just majestic it's he's got he's He's a good-looking man. That's yeah. he's a good-looking man. Just majestic, <laughs> stunning. And that's the only good thing in baseball right now. That's it. That's the only good thing. Bryce Harper's hair. No one else. Just Bryce Harper and his hair. <laughs> so what? Do, so let's get to let's get to the hockey thing a little bit. Well, I don't Is get it, to talk about bear swimming. Oh yeah, tell me about bear swimming. Is he is he actually swimming? Well, he's in the cone right now, so I doubt he can swim. Yeah, so he has a post-op infection from his neuter because he couldn't stop licking his Um, (laughs) non-balls. You know, sometimes you just gotta. You know, if you could, you would. And anyone who says they wouldn't are liars. Yeah, so he's in the cone, not the donut anymore. He's in the cone. Uh, it is quite the cone, too. It's not like, it's no, they're not joking around with that cone. No, no. It is a big cone for a big boy. I mean, he's 60 pounds now, which is a he's far- 60 pounds? Yeah. He's a he was just boy. He just walked on. I know. Like, that was a couple of months ago. He walked across yeah. Charlie's laptop and none of the buttons clicked. I know. I know. He's eight months old today, so it's been. Wow. But he was two and a half months. He was 10 weeks old when I got him. So, yeah, we've, we've been family for six months. It was six months ago that he walked across Charlie's keyboard, and now he's 60 pounds. <laughs> you, re- you remember when he was just the littlest nugget. He was, the, he was like, we couldn't, we just put him on the table, and it was yeah. fine. He, like, didn't move. Just a little nugget. Yeah, no, he's not a little nugget anymore. Um, so... He's in this big cone and I'm letting him splash on the top step in the pool. Okay. So, you know, he's learning good, he's learning good um, habits, where to get in, where to get out. He knows where the stairs are, but man, all he wants to do is go deep. Like that's all he wants to do. Well, again, understandable. Um <laughs> All yeah, these. that's good. That's how we're teaching all my friends' kids to swim right now. Uh, we're like on the top step, splash on the top step, and then yep. have like l- slowly let them in, and they're figuring it out. So you're yeah. doing a good job. Yeah. So he's on antibiotics. 
He didn't need to be restitched, which is good. I thought he was going to, but he didn't. Um, he is on antibiotics. They said, give it five days for the antibiotics to kick in and then he can do his swims. So I've decided Friday, Friday, we're going to, I'm going to slap on Missy's, um, uh, life jacket. I'm going to put on my bathing suit, jump into the pool. Then we'll just see what he does. We'll just see what he does. There you go. We'll just see. No, get him, get him used to it early. Cause Rowdy fell in the pool when he was a pup. Yeah. And sank like a stone, and he's been Aww. terrified of it ever since. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's he's a water baby. He wants yeah. to play in water all the time. So yes, he's I, also half poodle, so it like cancels out his lab. Yeah, or, or he, retriever, or whatever the hell he is. Yeah, we don't know what bear is either. Yeah. All right, so Steph, the NHL. Uh, like I said, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, this is the the so the news of the Lightning's outbreak came on Friday. The same day Florida reported uh, 3,822 new cases of the virus, a one-day state record. Also on Friday, MLB shut down all of its spring training camps in Arizona and Florida after several positive tests. Yeah, we're doing great. So hockey's going to come back, and it looks like they're narrowing down the hub cities. Uh, I've heard Vegas, Vancouver. I've heard Edmonton. Do we have any clarity on that? I know that uh, Columbus has been excluded. Pittsburgh has been excluded. Um, hold on. There was there were two more that I missed. Um, and I'm scrolling to try and find them right now, but I can't. Oh, you know what? It's on my timeline. It was from Pierre Lebrun. I've been screaming about Oscar Lindblom for a long time. So I just need to scroll a little bit further. Um, Dallas and Pittsburgh are no longer in the running, joining Columbus and Minnesota. So the six that remain are Vegas, Vancouver, Edmonton, Toronto, LA, Chicago. I cannot believe they're not going to pick Minnesota. That's like the, these six out of all of them, like, okay, Edmonton, but the rest of them, like, what the fuck? Those are big cities. What are you doing? Yeah, like, everyone was, everyone thought Vegas was a good idea because they have enough rinks and hotels and everything, but, like, they're open for business. There's and no, no one's way, wearing masks. Yeah, there's nowhere to bubble in Vegas. So I, I just don't see if you want this to be some sort of seamless transition. It's just not going to happen there. Uh, I, I really just think they need to pick, like, Winnipeg and fucking Idaho. Like I really do think Idaho. That. I'm I send them to North Dakota. Yeah, North Dakota. That's fine. Right on the border. Uh right uh wherever send them to Twin Peaks. Wherever Twin Peaks is. That would be the perfect place to do this. You know, <laughs> Sea Isle City is. has had no positive tests. Who? Sea Isle City has had no positive tests. Now there are also no hockey arenas there. I'm just saying. Are there any inhabitants of Sea Isle City? There are. A lot of people went down there early when everything was closed. They were like, well, fuck it. I have a shore house. If I have to be somewhere, might as well be there. Uh, yeah. I don't hate that logic. No, I and it, it seems to have worked pretty well. Uh, things are going all right down there. But it's still, like, not a huge goddamn metropolis. Like, like Chicago just isn't going to work. I don't care what kind of precautions they're taking. It's LA. one of the biggest cities in the fucking world. 
LA. They want to put they want to put hockey players in LA. Are you fucking kidding seems, me? It seems like a bad idea. Or Toronto. Like, what are you doing? No, these major epicenters don't. It just it, it, it has bad idea written all over it. And this is something we talked about on Wednesday's show, Steph, um, that you weren't on. So I'll ask you. Are you the least bit surprised that, like, we're in phase two and phase three, there's not a real plan? No, no, because uh, Bettman kind of said that um, during his press conference that Charlie and I were on. Like, he kind of said that, that, you know, we're just going to see how it goes. And anybody who puts a date on it is lying to you. I just, like, not even a date. Just now that we're in the you know, camp is going to start soon and all that. We already, uh, like you said, Oscar Lindblom's there. So I'm it's so not mad. just, don't, it's not just like select individuals. It seems that anyone who's in the fucking organization can go over there at some point. Coaches um, can't. Yeah, but the players can, yeah. So it just kind of seems like if you're going to get to this phase, how don't you have your hub cities planned? Like, how don't you have the hotels picked out and you're already fucking like setting every room on fire in order to, you know, uh, sanitize it or whatever. Like, well, well, phase three is just formal training camps and that was never going to happen before July 1st. So formal training camps are going to happen at the practice facilities. They are. I'm so, like, since we're closing in on that, how don't they have the hub cities picked yet? Like that oh, just that's, seems because we're not there yet. Because that's step four, and we're still in phase two. <laughs> but you need to be like, since we're finishing up phase two, and we're going to move into phase no, I three. I agree with you. No, I agree with you completely. How, like, like, I do. How I haven't they gotten to this next point yet? Just the planning. I'm not even saying moving the guys in. Just figuring it out how the fuck they're gonna do it. Yeah. It just, if they really are serious about getting this done, and if they're going to, listen, I'm a hockey podcaster. I would like for there to be some fucking hockey to talk about so that every time I see your name on Slack, I don't think it's a message that my job no longer exists. Hey, I would re- my job may no longer exist no, the longer we I, go without sports. So You're on these conference calls all the time. I just assume you'll be... I don't know. Maybe it'll be your replacement, like uh, like the uh, like the Buffalo Sabers when they fired everybody. It was the new GM's job on day one to make all the phone calls. Well, see, the thing is, is if I get fired, they're not replacing my job because if I get fired, there are no more sports. Yeah, well, true. I'm just like I don't. I want there to be sports. I realize it's a risk. I realize, yeah, some people are going to get sick. Luckily, uh, you know, Oscar Lindblom notwithstanding, obviously it's a, I think it's a bad idea for him to even be around, but uh, these guys aren't, for the most part, in demographics that are going to be affected long-term by being coronavirus positive. We don't know that. We don't know that. Well. We don't. We can can look at what we know right now. What we know right now is that there's a lot of side effects and a lot of complications. Who was, there was an NFL player that caught it and said that he couldn't breathe right for four months. Um, I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but like 
there's a lot of side effects that we don't know about. Like the fact that your clotting, your blood clotting is going to be affected. Like that stroke, which happened to me in my thirties, that's pulmonary embolism that happened to Kelly in her thirties. Like these are things that do affect young people, youngish. Yeah. I'm just, these are athletes in the prime of their lives. They are assuming the same risk as people who work at fucking grocery stores. Yeah. And less than that, because they're coming into far contact with far fewer people and their employers care far more about the precautions they're taking. Because if they don't, it'll be news. If someone at my shop right gets sick, guess what won't be on the news? That. Mm -hmm. So I just, like, they're assuming that risk. It is what it is. I just don't, I just, it seems there should be more of a plan by now. If this was real, if it all wasn't just some big show in order to have, you know, the draft lottery next week or whatever. Like, it just seems like there should be more of a plan. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. They should have, they should have something more solidified, but it's the NHL. They don't do this shit. They don't, they don't do things well. So we really shouldn't be surprised. But with, with the Washington Wizards player in the NBA uh, choosing not to uh, rejoin his team when they do their Orlando bubble for their restart, Oh, stupid. At what point do you think we start hearing about players in the NHL saying, uh, like, it's such a different sport. The mentality is so different. The strength of the union is so different. Maybe it won't happen, but what one high profile guy saying no opens the floodgates? Um, so I think, did, did, I just did a podcast with Kelly, so I don't know what I've already said on this show and what I've said on that I don't care. You can repeat yourself. Um, Capo Caco, who's, you know, not super high profile, but second overall pick for the Rangers, and they're a high profile team. Anyone listening to the show knows Capo Caco. Right. Um, Has diabetes and celiac. Like, he has absolutely no business. Absolutely no business considering coming to the United States. And apparently he said yesterday, it may have been last week. Time is, is who, who knows about time, but he said sometime within the past recent history that he's going to come over and he's going to play like, what the fuck are you doing? That boy is another one who needs a mom. Someone get me his phone number. And that's like that. There is that, you know, it does matter to them. It really does. To play with your teammates matters to them. We lose that a lot in the business of sports. And I think typically it's commendable. I just wonder if it is going to put people in some sort of long-term risk. But if they're willing to assume it, who am I to tell them not to? Man, they're kids. Yeah, but they're they're grown-ups. Like... They're kids. I I was dumb as shit at 22 years old, but, like, I was still an adult. (laughs) If I killed someone in a drunk driving accident, I'd be going to adult jail. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm tweeting at Charlie right now. um, Because he had a tweet that it was his understanding that Lindblom's doctors approved his return to the Flyers facilities and skating with teammates. But his understanding does not mean that that was said word for word. So that's what I'm trying to get clarity on. 
It's yeah. I mean, and we'll probably have more clarity on it for uh, Broad Street Hockey tomorrow, and we'll be yeah. able to cover that and talk to Charlie, and we'll probably just have more information about it. But yeah. the whole thing is just so stupid. Like, not just Limblom, just everything in sports right now with the potential come. Everything is so up in the air. It's yeah. all so hypothetical, and. Like, it's all part of it being a novel virus. We just don't know enough about the virus yet to say what definitely is and definitely isn't, and that's what makes it scary as fuck for a lot of people. Yeah, it is. it is. It's terrifying. And the fact that the United States is just, you know, well, we got bored, so we're opening back up. And that's the, like, that's the number one concern. Like, in this time off, we accomplished very little. Yeah. In this... Like, and the time off that was taken when the world just kind of, you know, hit pause for a little bit, we really didn't figure out nearly enough. We're not that close to a vaccine. We, like you said, we still don't know the long-term effects it's going to have on even potentially asymptomatic or light, light symptom people, people it didn't really affect that hard, even if they did show some symptoms. We don't know all that information yet, simply because it is a novel virus. So yeah, there's going to be a lot to figure out in the coming months and really years. It's going to be a while before things are, that's the scariest part is the idea of back to normal. What yeah. is normal? Well, it will doesn't things, ex- will this world ever be the way it was in February, 2020? No, no. I don't think that it can be, um, which like, just to whine, because this is also what this show is about. Yeah, like, that's why it's here. We've gone, as millennials, we've gone through so many once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Yeah, I keep changes. saying we've had two once-in-a-lifetime economic crises in since we graduated high school. Yeah, since we graduated college. Well, you were a couple years behind me, just because I'm older, but like- I took a while. And because I'm old. I'm just kidding, I'm 25. Um, Like we've gone through so many, like the terrorist attacks 9-11, like these are so many wars. We've gone through so many once in a lifetime events that I am so tired. I don't know what normal is because I've never lived in normal. And like, also personally, my whole version of normal got fucked when I had the stroke. So what, what, is, what is normal? But to go back to what things were in February, no, I don't think so. Damn it, I miss my self-serve coffee. No, that actually is back at Wawa. <laughs> are, they, are they making Sammy's? Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I haven't ordered on a screen yet. I've mm. only called ahead, so I don't know if they're doing that. But yeah, just going out in the world now, like, it seems as if everyone is, it seems as if everyone is kind of acting like things are back to normal. They're just bored. They're bored. I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. Am I going to have to actually talk to people in the future? I was so excited about touch screens because I didn't have to talk to anybody. It like, Panera. Those, Those little things that never changed, like, um touchpads for your debit card at the liquor store and shit like ava uses apple pay for everything so she just scans her phone never actually has to touch it yeah but 
everyone in front of me and me included are just inserting the card, putting in the pin, signing, whatever. Yeah. I don't know how often those things are getting sanitized and everything. <laughs> like, well, I just got a new debit never card. Changed. I just got a new debit card where I just get to tap it. Like it's got the same mechanism that phones do, I guess, that Apple Pay does. I just have to tap it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So that's been real good. I've only been able to use it at Starbucks drive through so far, but that's because I'm not. I have like anywhere. a fake bank, so it's probably a little while. I'm just uh, pleased that you have a bank now. It was like it was like this month that my bank would allow the uh, instant transfers on Venmo. It was only <laughs> it, like I'd put them through and they just wouldn't go through. And then I'd have to do like the one to three business day transfer because it just wouldn't. But they finally, it was like this month, I could do instant transfers. So that was nice. No, that is nice. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm an adult. Oh, God, you're getting married. You're getting married. I know. Yeah, I'm double engaged now, Steph. Double engaged. Well, yeah, I had to, you know, I got her ring and then eventually was able to, like, you know, do what I'm supposed to do. But yeah. I'm like, I just think I'm so evolved that I don't believe in the gender roles. Like, yeah, Ava went ahead and, and, and proposed to me. That's just the kind of couple we are. Catch up, world. It is the kind of couple that you are, and it doesn't surprise me that that's how it happened. But Well, no, I procrastinate. I know that about you. <laughs> this show was supposed to record Thursday. Uh, of last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I texted you at some point on Friday. You get back to me after midnight on Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah. My phone was lost or I don't know. Uh, no, it wasn't. Don't lie. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to say lost, lost. Just like I didn't have it on me. Because yeah, I do is. that so I can say I didn't have my phone on me. Jesus. And people are like, what do you mean you don't have your phone? It's fucking 2020. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I can unplug from the world. I guess I'm just, you know, more at peace. Oh, like, no, you're just fucking lazy. That's yeah. it. That's, that's the one. That's the one. What else is going on in sports, Steph? Anything else we have to yell about? God, there's so much happening. Like, I kind of wish that I was trapped in Disney World for months at a time, but also, I don't. That's a lot. That's a lot. As I saw Hershey Park is reopening, and uh, it's like, I've joked for years that my dream bachelor party is uh, dropping acid and riding roller coasters at Hershey Park. Oh, well. <laughs> and now everyone's like, so are we still going to Hershey? And I just don't think it's a great idea. Well, my dear, as, it's not. <laughs> as, as like, I, I'm kind of to the point where I'm comfortable with what everyone else is comfortable with. If people want to come over my house and socially distance in the backyard or whatever, cool. If yeah. they don't, that's fine. Uh, wh whatever you're cool with. But I'm not sure about being in an amusement park with, you know, 20,000, 50,000 people waiting in lines riding on rides people were just on i don't know if i'm quite there yet no it's probably a bad time it's probably a bad time i wouldn't do it i have decided that i'm going to allow people over to the pool but in like groups of three or less yeah that's what like every other weekend we're at ava's parents house uh, helping out over there and we have people just over to the backyard, like small groups of people. Yeah. You know, bring your kids, have them in the pool, but that's it. Yeah. Groups of three or less feels manageable. And like, not that bad. It's a big pool. Yeah. 
And I still don't have patio furniture, so it's not like we're going to be sitting within six feet of each other. <laughs> well, there you go. You were, you were socially distanced before it was cool, Steph. Mm. I've been podcasting for so long today, my throat hurts. All right. Well, I don't think we have a whole lot else. We kind of just wanted to yell about how dumb all the sports seemed right now. And I think we effectively did that. It just, listen, I want sports back and I'm looking forward to them coming back. I just think it's not going to work. Like, and not that it's not going to happen, just that it's not going to be smooth. There are going to be interruptions. We're going to get uncomfortable when teams and players, like all of a sudden, you know, a guy who has been out of the lineup for three days and they're not going to give us a reason why, well, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a upper body injury. Uh, well, is that an upper respiratory infection? Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. Like, I just think it's going to be real weird and real uncomfortable for a while, and not just because, you know, the stands are empty, not just because it's a short season or a format we're not used to. We're going to have a lot of weird shit going on, and I don't know how – we're here to talk about it. I just don't know how we're going to deal with it as a society and watching these sports. No, neither do I. And like, I really need sports to come back because it's my job. But also, I really don't want anybody to die because I wanted sports to come back. And like, if someone does, why can't it be Jerry Jones? Uh, fair. Or Robert Kraft. Like, let's... <laughs> I mean, let's dig in, right? <laughs> let's dig in. Yeah. <laughs> just like, why can't it just be Trump supporters? Over who's, 65. Who's the guy in Washington? Like, fuck him. Yeah, Dan Snyder? Yeah. Yeah, really? Why can't it only be billionaires who get it? That's fine. Then we wouldn't be able to eat them, though. No, you can. I mean, they've got to die first before you eat them. So Should you eat, even if they're dead, like, should you eat someone who died of the Rona? Uh, probably not. Good I point. I don't think so. Good point. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. That was dumb of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll test it out on animals first. <laughs> oh. Not like dogs, but like cats? Sure. Hey. We like they my- have no souls. My kitties do. Uh-uh. You know them. They cuddle with you. Yeah, when, when it's convenient. <laughs> when they know it's getting around snack time. Yeah, they do like snack time. All right, what the fuck else? Uh, I think that's really it, Steph. Um, it doesn't seem even... I guess we can talk about the Bubba Wallace thing. It's just kind of... It's oh, nice yeah. to see. It's nice to see that kind of solidarity in a forum. You know, NASCAR being from where we're from... We can make all the jokes in the world about it, but shit, it, it took a lot, but we didn't see that in the NFL, that sort of solidarity. You no, know? and I, I watched that video where they pushed his car to the front, and I was sobbing. Like, no, it's... Watching NASCAR is not a thing that I ever want to do, and never thought that I would watch a video that was labeled as NASCAR NASCAR on Fox. I'm like, I think I'm good. I'm and then I see that. And like, oh, fuck. You know, and, and sure, it's you can be cynical about it because everything's a business. But at the end of the day, they recognize that they're willing to lose part of their business, even if it is a minority. Uh, they're willing to lose certain numbers of their fans who maybe 
want to fly the Confederate flag because, you know, that's who they are. Yeah. Uh, they're willing to say fuck you to those people. And that's kind of cool from a sport that you don't expect it from at all. No, and I never thought that I would be in love with a man named Bubba who drives in circles, but here we are. <laughs> so, okay, let me run this by you. Um, because I thought of this last night, and I don't know where else to talk about it. All right. So, I'm not for making things, like, illegal. People talk about how, like, the, the swastika and things are illegal in Germany. And, yeah, I, I don't think, I, I think... You know, we do have freedom of expression here. Making the Confederate flag illegal, I, I don't believe in that, making it illegal. I do think we should make it socially unacceptable, which we're doing slowly. Uh, but slowly. flying it, displaying it, you're admitting that you're an asshole. Yeah. So why don't we create an asshole tax? Why don't, why isn't anything that has a Confederate flag image on it taxed like i don't know cigarettes and then that money goes toward literally any sort of social social justice program any sort of government program that makes life better for the most vulnerable of our society hmm. and so anyone who buys that has to support those causes hmm. like i like where your head's at but it's not feasible but i like where your head's yeah, at. i think it is how come we can tax cigarette cigarette man, manufacturers? Well, capitalism. Yeah, so just do that. Do the capitalism. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, this is me supporting capitalism right here. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We've got a statement from Chuck Fletcher. Okay. The statement's just going to be like, oh, fuck, really? I had no idea. It was great to see him out there. He looked really good on the ice. His hands are still there. It is remarkable to think that with all the treatments that he has had, he was able to go out there today and still show the skill and still have the stamina to skate for about 30 to 35 to 40 minutes. It's a great sign for him and very exciting to think that with all going well in the future, he's going to return to play for us. Obviously, phase two is voluntary and every player and staff member must follow very strict guidelines and rules. Our practice facility is a very safe environment, safer than most places. And that's a whole lot of nothing. It's a whole lot of nothing. But I mean, I can't say I expected a full breakdown of all the precautions they took or anything. I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Well. Until, and listen, if Charlie comes to the show tomorrow and has all sorts of information about how two guys out on the ice actually tested positive and no one, they're keeping it under wraps and all that shit, then yeah, sure. I will be up in arms, but I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. And, uh, you know, he's got to live his life too. If he's comfortable, I can't stop him. Oh, he needs a mom. Uh, you know, uh, who's to say he doesn't have a mom? I mean, he does, just in Sweden. Yeah, well. He needs one here. Uh, he was out there like 35 to 40 minutes? Yeah. I, uh, even a light skate, he just, he's going through cancer treatments. I know. Has been off the ice since December. If I were to skate lightly for 35 to 45 minutes right now, I would throw up. Um... I could stand on skates for 35 to 40 minutes. I'm just, 
So I, you know, if his, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good idea. It does not seem like a good idea. But that's. But I'm gonna at. give. I'm gonna give the organization the benefit of the doubt that they took every possible precaution. Yeah, you want to talk to Eric Lindros about that? That was so long ago. Same staff. Is it though? Yep. Like we've learned so much th- since then. It's the same staff. And they didn't know he had a punctured lung. That one they also didn't know. It's the same staff. Yeah, I mean, like Bobby Clark's not in charge anymore. Comcast is. Yeah. Not that they're like, you know, the beacon of all that is right in the world. <laughs> but they also fear litigation. So that's really what I think is going to, that's what gives me the, that's what gives me it, like the idea that maybe some people are doing the right things is the fear of litigation. Yeah, I guess. But like, <laughs> who's going to sue them? Oscar Lindblom. Not if he's dead. His estate. (laughs) Oh, angel baby. He's not, he's going to live. God, we hope so. He's doing well. All prognosis are he's doing real well. Yeah. All right, Steph. I think that's about, I think that's about it for yelling about sports today. This is a real ray of sunshine in your week if you listen to the whole thing um <laughs> this is a barn burner this thing should have a trigger warning on it honestly <laughs> i am of good i am of solid mental state and i am just gonna go take a nap i think i just need a Fuck, a nap sounds really good right now i may do the same oh hold on you want to hear about some self-care let me tell yeah. you about some self-care so i've been doing a lot of cooking from home a lot of cooking um and I, I get the meal kits and I don't always know when they're coming because I use three or four different services. So I've got a lot of food. Um, I decided last night that I didn't want to eat any more leftovers. I didn't want to eat any more home cooked meals, like fucking first world problems that I wanted to order out. But like that would be really irresponsible because I have so much food. So I made a compromise with myself. I would eat leftovers and I would order out dessert. I found a local ice cream shop that makes their own ice cream and has on Grubhub just like uh, quarantine packages. So for 23 bucks, they sent me three pints of ice cream, three different flavors, um, four different toppings and two sauces for me to make my own sundaes at home. Holy shit. For 23 bucks. That's, we actually, uh, we did something like that. We have an, uh, my buddy lives over kind of around you and we went to an ice cream place. They, they had like a big barbecue and everything. Um, and we brought the dessert and they had like this do it yourself Sunday stuff over in Collingswood. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Collingswood isn't by you at all, is it? Um, it's not, I mean, it's probably as far from me as it is from you. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, it was it was like that, like a big Sunday kit, and it was for like multiple people. You could have flavors and all the toppings and shit. Oh, oh yeah. my god, I just want it in my freezer all the time. Yeah, like oh yeah, here's everything you need for a Sunday. Oh, I'm, so good. That was some serious self care. I'm really happy that I did that, and I've got Sunday materials for the next week or so. It's so good. 
Oh, speaking of ordering food out, um, Nick's Pizza over by you. Yeah. Uh, I send you their coupons sometimes because I ordered there once when I was house sitting for you. Yeah. My buddy's delivering for them now. Yeah. So order from there and get him deliver for you. His name's Mike. It's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Do I know Mike? Uh, I don't know. But just to bust his balls, it's fun. Uh, okay. That's it. That's all the time we have on Yelling About Sports, I think. Uh, for you this week, we'll be back tomorrow with Broad Street Hockey as usual. And then hockey's starting, for better or worse, real soon, fam, I think. As far as we know, for now, hockey is starting. So get excited. Uh, we're going to be covering the Flyers. It's going to be a good time. This could be a fun run, even with all the other shit in the world. Maybe it'll be a nice distraction. So her name is Steph Driver. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.